With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. As they worship God, after the armies have to destroy one another, they spent three days gathering the spoil because it was so much. I prophesy over this church that you're going to spend days gathering up riches. You're going to spend days gathering up the spoils. And the only thing that's going to do is put you right back into worship. You're going to find, you're going to find finances that you didn't know would come your way, and you're going to go back to worship. You're going to find deliverance. You're going to go back to worship. You, you're going to find a new job. You're going to go back into worship. And you're going to go from one place of worship to the next place of worship to the next place of worship until you and God are living together and like you've never experienced before. Oh, I tell you to worship him in this place this morning. Hallelujah. 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 For the Lord, he is good, and his mercy endureth forever and ever and ever. For the Lord, he is good, and his mercy endureth If you wait on the Lord and feel the courage, my God will be there in a hurry. If you can just lift your hands up and praise Him, He'll move in mysterious ways, but He'll always make a way. And when it's over, you'll see the victory. Hallelujah. My God is so good. <laughs> Not because I've been good. But he continues to bless me. i got to worship him. Thank <laughs> you. 
I'm the righteousness of God. Now, I'm telling you, if there is one place where Satan has been able to get great victory in the life of the Christian, it is to convince the Christian not to receive that he has been made righteous without his works. That means you're made righteous not because of what you did, but you've been made righteous because of what Jesus did. Go to uh, Romans chapter 5 and verse 19. It's the thing the Christian's got to get. You have got to stop allowing your behavior to determine your identity. You have been made righteous. Now, it's up to you to receive that I am the righteousness of God by faith in Jesus Christ. Say that. I am the righteousness of God by faith in Jesus Christ. Say it again. I am the righteousness of God by faith. Now, say it like you kind of mean it. Not by your works, not by what you do good or do bad. It's, it's because of Jesus. Look at Romans 5, 19. For as by one man's disobedience, many were made, what? Sinners. Well, what did you have to do to be made a sinner? Well, you were just born that way. It was, you were not made a sinner based on your actions. You were not made a sinner based on what you did or didn't do. You were made a sinner based on the disobedience of one man, Adam. Then he says, so likewise, so by the obedience one of one shall many be made righteous. Sin is never, it is never God's will. But the good news is that if you're saved, you're righteous in God's eye even when you sin. I know, I know people, oh, you know, you're giving us a license to sin. I ain't giving you a license to sin. You've been sinning without one. Now, why is this statement true? Because your faith in Christ is what makes you right with God. My teaching series, Jesus Plus Nothing, lays out in detail why you are secure in grace and right with God forever. So, do yourself a huge favor and, and get it in your hands today and sit tight because I'm coming back with a grace gift that God desires to extend to each and every one of you. Don't go away. Jesus Plus Nothing is one of Creflo Dollar's most popular teachings to date. So don't miss out on this limited time offer. Call Creflo Dollar Ministries or visit us online to secure this three-message collection today. Discover why your new nature and new identity in Christ makes you right with God forever. I've always loved to express myself on paper. Being strong to me, you know, has always felt, you know, something else necessary. What's your dream? My dream is to publish a children's book. My dream is to be a bodybuilder. It's never too late to embrace the dream in your heart. With Living It Up, the new series by Creflo Dollar, you'll learn to walk confidently in the truth that your success is in Christ. And this relationship with Jesus begins to show you where to go. It begins to show you what to say. It begins to show you where the opportunities are located. It's because you have a serious relationship with God that guarantees success. Living it up will ignite your passion and awaken your dreams. Get this resource today and launch boldly into the
the dream God has given you. For a specific gift to the ministry, receive the Living It Up combo. It includes Living It Up 5 CD series, Refuel Your Dream 2 CDs, and Grace to Overcome Every Challenge book. And for a love gift of any amount, get a lift into your destiny with Creflo Dollar's two-part CD message, Refuel Your Dreams, and Step Boldly Over Your Challenge. What I have in my heart and my spirit, I can bring it to fruition. I can make it tangible. Receive the best God has for you. Order Living It Up today. You know, God loves you so much. His heart's desire is that you spend eternity in heaven with Him. So, if you've not made Christ the Lord of your life, now is as good a time as any. Pray this simple prayer with me. Heavenly Father, come into my heart. Save me, Lord. I believe in your Son, Jesus Christ. I receive Him as my Lord and personal Savior. And I accept the invitation for the salvation package right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome to the family of God. Just that simple. We love you, and we consider it an honor to pray with you about the needs you have in your life. Whether it be healing or deliverance or a financial matter, our team of prayer warriors is here to pray with you in every situation. No prayer is unimportant in God's eyes. So, what do you need prayer for today? Think about it contact us right now and let us believe with you for a major breakthrough in your life. You may phone in for prayer or post your prayer requests online. Just call the number on your screen or log on to CreflodollarMinistries.org. God hears and responds to prayer. When visiting New York and Atlanta, join Creflo Dollar at World Changers Church International. Service times are Saturdays at 6 p.m., Sundays at 10 a.m., and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. For more information, visit us online at CreflodollarMinistries.org. Because of you, Creflo Dollar Ministries is providing a new understanding of grace and empowering change in the lives of millions of people every day. Your love and financial support make it possible for this broadcast to be seen and heard in multiple languages. This month, for a donation of $150, the Word Network is offering a unique gift set, an authentic Jewish shofar and a prayer cloth called a talit. Each shofar varies in size, color, and shape, and can be used as an expression of worship at church or at home for praise or prayer. Psalms declares, praise him with the blast of the shofar. As you praise the Lord, you can also enter into a deeper prayer life by using this beautiful royal blue and gold messianic prayer shawl worn by men and women over the head or shoulders. This traditional talit symbolically creates a private place for intimate prayer and the presence of God. These two gifts are biblical traditions of faith that will be a daily reminder of your love for the Lord and how God inhabits the praises of his people. Order for yourself or give as a gift. Call 855-730-WORD. That's 855-730-9673. Thank you for your generous support. Because of you, we're sending the gospel of Jesus Christ to a lost and hurting world. Coming up next on the Word Network. Coming this fall, Word Network Partners Conference. Save the day and register today. program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Joseph Prince Ministries.
is so condensed that if I release it all at once, you can't take it. I'm telling you, church, God doesn't speak so many times as voices. All right? It's that peace or the absence of peace that will lead you. is for you to be strong and healthy so you can live the abundant life. Receive Joseph's latest three-CD audio series, Healed and Whole, as a thank you for your gift of any amount. God wants to move mightily in your life. Increase your capacity to receive His healing, peace, and provision today. For a specific gift, we'll send you a special collection that includes Joseph's... Achieve American
and elephants and rhinoceros. I have lived in a controlled environment all my life. Yeah. There's something pushing me to go beyond. I want to take a leap, but I'm afraid. When I grew up in West Virginia, when the old folks, I mean, old jeans were getting ready to fight. They say, don't make me leap on you. No. You may be here, but you're going to live back. Doesn't mean that it's right. 
His instinct is to leap to freedom, but intelligence requires that he gradually make the transition. I want to talk to people who are making transitions this morning. Anybody making transitions? Hold your head up. Yeah. Tell your neighbor I'm in the middle of a transition. Experiences contradict instinct. Experiences contradict instinct. Experiences contradict instinct. Experience contradicts instinct. Experiences contradict instinct. You come to church, you you get some other stimulus that stirs your instinct to move somewhere that your experiences say that's not for you. Your instincts are calling you to move into a realm that your experiences do not validate. You haven't been trained for that. You don't have the right resources. You don't have the right money. You waited too late. You're too old. You're too short. You're too fat. You're too dark. You're too light. You, you, you're too bald-headed. You, your nose is too wide. You can't do that. You don't have the background for it. You didn't come from the right side of Christ. Your parents didn't raise you like that. You come from this. All of that is the change that holds you in incarceration from going to the next level. But somebody's made up in their mind they want to go. Anybody want to go? But what are my options? Is my only option to either stay in the cage or leap into the wild? Because if I leap into the wild, look at what I don't have. I don't have the skills. I don't have the training. I don't have the background. I don't know how to hunt. I don't know how to fight. I don't know where to drink from. My instincts are calling me to what is organic and natural for me, but my experiences have not prepared me for the opportunity that stands in front of me. And so I stand here caught in betwixt and between two opinions. Something in me is telling me to go ahead, and something in me is telling me to stay back. Something in me is telling me I can do it. Something in me says I better be careful. Something in me says break out into the wild and figure it out as you go. Something in me says if you go out of that cage, you're going to die. This is all you know. This is where you came from. This is what you got. And I'm stuck between opportunity and abuse. If I stay in this cage, I will validate the abuse that has been perpetuated on me all of my life, and I suffer for your entertainment. I suffer for your entertainment. I suffer for your entertainment. Bound by fear, and fear has torment. I'm in the cage, but I'm afraid to get out. It's not that I don't want to get out. I don't know how to get out. I'm afraid to get out. Last time I tried to get out. They caught me and brought me back. How can I get out? Am I talking for anybody? The real, the real question is there is something between staying and leaping. There is something between working your job and quit your job and starting a business with no money. There is something between being single for 40 years and jumping into a marriage. This is about whatever your change is. 
Everybody in here has a cage. It may be a spiritual cage. It may be, may be a moral cage. It may be an emotional cage. But everybody in here has a cage. David says we were born in captivity. He says it this way verbatim. We were born in sin, shaped in iniquity. We, we were born in the box. What do I do when all of my experiences validate my incarceration? And yet my instincts keep nagging me in this cage, saying there's something out there for you. I go to the bars and I growl. I go back and look at it again. And I back up again. I go to church Monday morning. I'm yeah. Monday morning, I'm back in the cage again. Let me hear that roar again. Let me hear that. That's what's roaring down inside of somebody sitting next to you right now. That is how a soul sounds when you want to escape the parameters of your situation. Let me hear it again. That's in that man sitting next to you. That's in that woman right behind you. That's in your sister to the left. That's what's going on in this choir stand back here. That's what's happening on the praise team. You may not see my lips moving, but my soul is saying. Still to come on the Potter's Touch. But the Lord said, when you get over this hurdle, the sun is going to shine upon you. I don't know what your hurdle is, but he said, if I tell you, you will know who you are. Whatever that hurdle is that you're trying to get over right now to be free, I prophesy to you right where I stand that when you come over the top of the mountain, the sun is going to be shining on your face. Megafest 2015 is more than a festival. It's an experience. This is Megafest. From August 19th to the 23rd, Megafest is taking over Dallas. An extravaganza for the whole family. And 100% pure fun. There is something for everyone. Visit mega-fest.com to find event updates and to make reservations. This experience is one you don't want to miss.
You know, your mama was slick, Jacob. Are you slick like your mama, Jacob? Or like your uncle Laban? Are you slick like Laban? All of your kin folks are sneaky, Jacob. And here God asks you, who are you? And he says, my name is Jacob. He says, I guess I am who they call me. Jacob means trickster. Just because somebody called you something, just because somebody said something about you or did something to you or took something from you doesn't mean that they get the right to define your destiny based on your history. Oh, this is good. And he said, that name shall be called no more Jacob. That name shall be called no more Jacob. That name, oh, shut up. Woo, it's going to be hard. It's hard because I feel something. I'm trying to teach, but I feel something. Thy name shall be called no more Jacob. Say that with me. Thy name shall be called no more Jacob. Say it again. Thy name shall be called no more Jacob. Say it again. Thy name shall be called no more Jacob. Now, this time when you say it, instead of saying Jacob, whatever label they put on you, say it that time. Thy name shall be called no more Broke, slow, inferior, intimidated, insecure, unreliable, selfish, you'll never be nothing, you're just like your daddy, you'll never get up, nobody would ever want you, nobody would ever love you, hey, I got news for you, thy name shall be called no more. You mean... I am not defined by where I came from. No, you are Israel. There's a prince roaring in you. For as a prince has our power with God and with men and has prevailed beneath whatever it is you're fighting, there's a prince roaring in you. That's why you couldn't stay in the cage. That's why I gave you a chance to get out. Because in the middle of the night, when you cried unto me, it sounded like roaring. It sounded like thunder. It sounded like lightning. It sounded like power. And I heard your roaring in the cage. And I brought you up on the mountain to tell you, you are not who they say you are. You might have done what they say you did, but you are not who they say you are. There is a prince in you. His name is Israel. I want you to get acquainted with him rather than to acquiesce to what they call you. I want you to meet the inner lion inside of you that is roaring to get out. You are not Jacob. Your name is Israel. You have prevailed with God. I feel like I'm prophesying to somebody. I don't know who it is, 
But whatever they named you, you are not that anymore. May I tell you right now that this Sunday morning is a witness that your gate is open and your soul has escaped? Now, let us be clear that when this is over, verse 30, Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, for I have seen God face to face and my life is preserved. Verse 31, and as he passed over Penuel, the sun rose upon him. When you get past this, the sun is going to rise upon you. The sun is going to rise upon you. The sun is going to rise upon you. When you get over this hurdle, gosh, I'm trying to teach, but I feel so prophetic, I can't hardly stand it. I don't know, I don't know, fuck, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know who this is. I don't know whether you're on the internet, I don't know whether you're screaming it. But the Lord said, when you get over this hurdle, the sun is going to shine upon you. I don't know what your hurdle is, but he said, if I tell you, you will know who you are. Whatever that hurdle is that you're trying to get over right now to be free, I prophesy to you right where I stand that when you come over the top of the mountain, the sun is going to be shining on your face. The look is not designed to cripple you. But the limp is designed to remind you how much freedom costs. The limp is a telltale sign that you didn't get here without struggle. You didn't get here without pain. And I will let you run with the rest of the lions. But when you run, you're going to be limping. And I meant for you to limp. This is not the devil. I meant for you to limp. I designed your limp to make you humble, to make you thankful, to make you grateful. Are there any limpers in the house? Every time you want to get puffed up, I want you to just remember what it costs you to get out of that cage. And when others are high-minded and self-righteous, I just want you to promise me that you'll lay on your face before me and thank me for delivering you out of your cage. I left your lips as a reminder that if it had not been for the Lord that was on your side, you would have been side. You would have been swallowed up. Oh, God. Oh, God. I wish I had a limping servant in the house. Somebody who lifts their way into your blessings and lifts your way into owning your house and lifts your way into holding your family together and lifts your way into your promotion and lifts your way into business. And, and, and you can't ever get a high minded because you know that it was just yesterday you were stuck back in the cage. Limping is a part of the process. Limping is a part of the process. 
He humbles you in the process. He brings you to your knees in the process. He's going to make you need him in the process. That's that's why I was leaning on you, because I need you in the process. See, I, I was fighting you. Jacob was fighting it. And now the very God he's fighting, he's now leaning on, saying, I, I need you. Because my, my hip has got a joint. I don't, I'm not made like other folks are made. And I got to lean like other folks wouldn't have to lean. Help me through the process. Got three people say, help me through the process. I've got to stop, but I want you to understand that you were born with an innate instinct to survive life in the jungle. Your gate is open. Your purpose is in front of you. No matter what other predators exist in the jungle and the opportunity that God is, don't, don't you let nobody run you away from your dream, away from what God told you is yours. He has given you the land to possess it. Stop running from it. Rise up and be who God is calling you to be. If you need strength and instruction, if you need to prepare the people around you for what you see inside of you, why don't you get a delegation, a team of people that you are leading on and bring them to the Pastors and Leadership Conference. It's an international meeting of mammoth proportion. It helps people to think globally and to think outside of the box. He'll resume on the line shortly. Good morning. Good morning. Good yes, yes. I was listening at that sermon this morning. Good morning. This is Felicia, right? No, this is Gloria. Hi, Gloria. I was listening at that sermon this morning while TD was thinking. I'm just thinking. I'm, I'm just thanking God and praising Him because a message came through there for me. But I that I read that same same thing just last night last night, Genesis thirty two. <laughs> when uh when when Jacob was lead, tried, was trying to steal away from Laban, his father in law, with his two wives and his servants and all the little things that uh that God had acquired him with, the oxen and things of that nature and how um Laban had tried to go after him because he felt like he took his daughters and his children from him. And then, uh, but God spoke to him and said, do not lay a hand on him. And then how, Jake, how, how, how Jacob sent his, his, his service before him to Esau to let him know that he was coming home with gifts of peace offerings and things of that nature, and that he may find favor in his face. And that uh, how Jacob wrestled all night long until the break of dawn. With the with the man, the Bible say a man, but I was thinking it was that he never said who was the man. So I'm thinking it was the angel of the Lord and how he struck him in his thigh, and then he put his hand in his pocket. Oh God, is so I'm just saying that word just aligned up with what I went to bed off of to wake up to hear that same message again and just to imagine to hear hear um, T D 
Jake sit up and tell you, if you got you got a struggle, no matter how you you may come limping, but you were let out of the cage. So we have to glorify God through all these trials that we go through. I'm telling you, it's just so oh thank you, Father. Hi Glow, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing quite well. <laughs> Oh, yes, 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 yes. You mean, tell me, you, you, your feet is settled for a minute? Huh? Your feet is settled for a minute? I know that you travel a lot. Yeah, but but you, you, you never made it to Chicago, eh? I was supposed to be leaving today. But I have my something brother, for you. Well, I'll still be there this summer, baby. I'll still be there. I would definitely be there. I'll be there. Uh, I got to come because we got to come to my uncle's house anyway, so I will be there because I'm waiting to see. I want to meet everybody. Okay. I got to text Maria and tell her that they canceled it. So I don't know, but you know, I said, I, you know, I was kind of upset about it. Yeah. But then again, I thought about it. I said, Lord, I don't know what you protected me from, but I praise him anyhow. Yes. You never know. So how's it going with you? Um, it's it's going. It's um, you know, you can you guys can always keep me in prayer because every day is challenging. I'm sure that's for all of us. Well, but but just you heard the sermon just a minute ago and tell you you might have gone through a struggle. You might have been in your cage, but then look at the promise that that is given to us. Yeah. Like he says, your name shall no more be. Yeah, I just got on a few minutes, uh, so I didn't hear the sermon. Oh, but if you go back and read Genesis 32, baby, it is something. It just looked like the Lord just led me to that. I had started back a couple of days ago where I picked up around the 30, probably 29th or 31st, because my Bible is just, I've used it so much, I need to buy me a new one. And so that what I could go back into, I started back over with. And that's what I ended up last night. And to hear T.D. Jakes come with that this morning, just, oh, my goodness. Thank you, Lord. So we can't operate in fear. Yeah, you absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, yes. So the family's doing well? Well, you know, um, we are going through some very, very trying times. Very trying times. And uh, we're just trying to weather the storm. Putting a plan oh. in action and working the plan. Yes, yes. Now, you just said a mouthful. You have said a mouthful. Yes, yes, yes. It's raining here. It's been raining for like three days now. Really? Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm talking about it is cutting up. Hold on, I'm going to go switch phones. Huh? I'm going to go switch phones. Hold on. Yeah. How's the weather there? Hello? 
Okay. Good morning. Good morning. You getting ready to go to school? Not me. Oh, that's glow. Okay. Where you get that little stalk voice? I can't know. I'll be thinking you a little bit of girl. Wait a minute. I wish that's all I had to worry about. School. These kids don't get that, baby. They don't get none of that. So it sounds like it's just the two of us on. Huh? Sounds like it's just the two of us on. Yeah, for right now, I guess uh, Maria will be popping on in a second. I think Sam is transitioning so he can go take Morgan on to school. I'm thinking. All I know, she said that her dad would be right back. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got off into that sermon and then the oh Lord Jesus. You guys get off um, early yesterday or about nine thirty? Um. I don't know, you know, because now my schedule has changed. Um, my principal changed our schedule, so when I get to campus, I have to go straight to teaching as opposed to being off the first half of the day. So when I tried to come back on at 8.55, everybody was gone. They hadn't been staying on as long as they normally been staying on. Uh, okay, because I was I was in a meeting and tried to get back, and by then I guess everybody had hung up. Okay. Wow. Wow! 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 I know you're so soft-spoken in your your meeting. You're like. <laughs> Well, you know, tell me something. You know who's been on my mind a lot is uh, that young guy, Mark. And he, I know oh, my cousin Mark. Yeah, he's, um, last I talked to him, um, and in fact, that's my cousin. And oh. we live in the same city, but I haven't seen Mark in a, in since he's been back. But um, he's working for this, taking care of this, Elderly guy, or yes, or he, I don't know if he's elderly or whatever, but this guy was sick. Um, Mr. Oh, yeah. Tommy, yeah, and he's going to school. Okay. That's what he told me, so. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. He lives not well, I guess, for about a minute. 10, 15 minute commute for me to my house, but I go visit because the they hours are so, you know, our hours just don't coincide. Right. He work all day and I be at work. He work all night. I come home, so I'll see him sometime, probably around Easter time I will see him. Have you? Yeah. No, I haven't been there for about three years now at the most. Might be four. 
Yeah, I have to come up and watch. That's the reason why I know I got to come this year because my mom's brother who lives over in Maywood. Okay. He's he's elderly and um and he's calling and telling me, You say you gonna come, you say you go I said, Well, Uncle, I promise you I will not go back to New York this year before I come to Chicago. Well I might go to New York before I come to Chicago, but I'm gonna come to Chicago. I will be there, yeah. so Oh, so I have got to get there to bring my mom. Huh? I love New York. Oh, I do too. That's the reason why I go back every year. <laughs> I love it. I love New York. Yup, 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 yup. Yes, yes. So, um, what kind of work is it that you do, um, Flo? I I do um, consulting, and well, lately, as of late, it's been in SI in healthcare. Oh, okay. I have. Kind of bounce all over the place doing a lot of different things, but I might do some project management. I might do um, some continuity planning. I might do some coordinating for projects. I might do um, dip into disaster recovery strategies. Um, you know, but usually specifically in. Um, in, the, in terms of uh, IT. Oh, okay. Okay, information technology. You work that thing out. You need to try. Oh yeah, it's uh, it c- it can be rough. It can be challenging. It can be very, very, very stressful. <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. So they have you traveling for a bit. I, I have had to uh, I have had to travel a lot in some cases. I but I enjoy travel. Oh yeah. I do too. That's the reason why I want to get away for a minute from these children. <laughs> I was looking forward to it and God knows I was. What happened that you didn't come? Well, my principal just he didn't submit the paperwork in time. Oh. So the board didn't get a chance to approve it and vote on it and approve it to make my arrangements and everything. So that was his fault. So I asked him about it in January. He said, I don't have any money. Then he comes to me like three weeks ago and asked me, would I go? I said, yeah. He told me to get my paperwork in. As I got my paperwork in, he still just drug his feet. Oh, well. So, in fact, if the other team is leaving out, should be leaving out, flying out, taking off now, taxiing down the runway. Oh, the starts, yeah, the conference starts tomorrow, again, Sunday. So you all have to dig, 
National Science Teacher Association Conference there. So you all should just be swamped with people. I was looking forward to seeing you. I was telling Farley that. Yeah, Farley, do what you call him.
you know, we may we may make many plans and things of that nature. Like Marie Marie always says, um, it's the counsel of God that will prevail. So, so that's something there. So you want to go on to pray? Let us pray, and then ask the others come on. I would have covered that 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 um part. Yeah, I'm almost there. Yeah, I'm almost there. Dear most gracious Heavenly Father, Lord God, we honor you, we love you, and we thank you. We just glorify you for another opportunity to come together to fellowship and to worship your holy and your righteous name. Father God, we just thank you, Lord God, for counting us, Lord God, as as your own children, setting us apart to do a mighty work before you. So, Father God, we come thanking you, Lord God, for the faith that we have each and every day when we rise to seek your will and your way for our lives. We ask you, Heavenly Father, to just bless us and to keep us in perfect peace, Lord God, with our minds stayed on you, Lord God. We ask that your Holy Spirit will fill our hearts and our minds, Lord God, to accept your will for our lives, the plans that you have set and ordained for us, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for the being able to fellowship with Gloria this morning, Lord God, to stand in the gap and to pray, Lord God, for those who are not saved. I just thank you, Lord God, for being able to come together with prayer shifting ministries, Lord God, to just glorify you and to lift up your holy and your righteous name. Even in the absence of my brothers and sisters who are not on the call, Father God, I want to thank you, Lord God, in advance for the Holy Spirit taking full control of their lives and the destination where they have to travel today. Father God, I ask you to just bless us and keep us and watch over us, Lord God. Protect us from all danger seen and unseen. Father God, I ask you to just open the windows of heaven and shower down the blessings upon us, Lord God. We might come limping. We might come crawling. We might even just come crying out to your holy name. But, Father, our faith looks up to you for all things and all purposes for our lives, Lord God. Let our lives and our desires line up with your will this day, Lord God that you will feel pleased with our praise and you will bless us according to your grace and to the that you have given us, Lord God. Let your tender mercies forever encamp around us, protect us from all the things that the enemy has tried to lay in place for us, Lord God. Even on our jobs, Lord God, we ask you, Lord, let us go in there with the mind of Jesus, Lord God, and that we are able to cast down anything that is not of you, Lord God. We ask that your Holy Spirit would dwell in those places, Lord God, and we ask you to change the hearts and the minds of men, Lord God, that they will seek and praise your Holy and your right Father God, I just want to lift up those who are unsaved this morning, Lord God, that they will confess the name of Jesus and be be saved and delivered from their sins. Father God, oftentimes we get into the flesh, Lord God, and we start going by our own desires and our own thinking, our own processes. But Father God, let us consult with you first and foremost, Lord God, and seek you for the will and your way for our lives. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Yes, yes. <laughs> Felicia, she's not on today. What's that now? Felicia. Oh, oh she's on mute. Hey, go ahead. Hi, y'all. Look at the old 
Good morning, everybody. Hello? Hello? I'm not playing anything. It might be awesome, so I'm not sure about it. I thought it was you. Mm-mm, I just got back on. Well, it might have been awesome because he texted me and asked, where are you? <laughs> about five minutes ago, so I'm not sure if it's a phone or not. 
It might be his. I'm not sure if he's turning this on or not. So good morning, everybody. Morning, how are you? I'm lovely, wonderful, and you? I won't complain, dear. Well, you know, why? I'm pretty... <laughs> Look, why? Yep. You that you? Why? You know, because what God has for us is for us. <laughs> yep, okay. yep. So we just got to keep pressing toward the mark of the high calling. Yep. Pressing. But it's always good to wake up on this side and say, thank you, God, one more day. One more day. Just one more day. And I think that maybe also, it's two different, look at two different songs being played, and I'm not sure who else is on playing it. And it's like it's coming from my, huh? I don't have my phone. Can you send him a text? I texted him. I told him I'm on the call, so I don't know whether he was on his phone or what, you know. But he might be he might be at school now because it's eight I mean seven thirty, so he might be in school and laid his phone down in the car. I don't know. But it's all good though. It's all good. Yep, yep. I see was playing some some religious spiritual music so I guess he'll get back on in a minute. Well, how's Dad and him doing? Everybody's doing good. We're not complaining. Huh? Everybody's doing well. No, oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. I don't know. Is that the two of the songs being played? You hear it? I'm trying to do something. Huh? Something. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I ain't mad, though. Oh, Lord. Not even mad. He probably was. No, it looks like he'd be driving. Like he might have been driving in a car. I can use it for the car. Mm-hmm. You know? And I don't think he would put the phone down this long without saying that. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Without saying anything. You know? Oh, there you go. Moving. Whoever it is moving now. Hello. Hello. No, no, they ain't no. Somebody's got some on. Yeah. They know the phone on. Huh? They ain't got the phone on mute. Yeah, they might not even know the phone is on, you know. Not on mute. You think they're Renee? Nah, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, I'm going to go ahead and open up and pray. I mean, open up the prayer. I do have a word to share. Go ahead. That's awesome. Dear Heavenly Father, God, as I bow before your throne of grace and mercy, God, with thanksgiving in my heart, God, I, I love you this morning, God, and I thank you for waking us up this, this day, God, to share, to share, God, you with someone else today. It's all we're here to do, be disciples for you, God. God, I thank you for the words and the praise and the prayers that can be brought forth for our ears to be heard and share with each other the marvels of the goodness of you, God, the things that you're going to do and are doing in our lives right now, God. 
I thank you for the discerning eye to, to know what is not of you, God, because so continue to give us out, strengthen our eyes so we can see and discern things that are not of you and cast them back to the pits of hell from which they come, God. Thank you for my family and my, and my prayer warriors on this call who diligently stand in the gap for, for someone, for, for all who they know and not know in, through prayer, God. Thank you today, God, for just that light in us that can ever so shining bright for all men, women, boys, and girls to see, God. Thank you, God, for peace that surpasses all understanding. When we get our eyes focused on the prize of knowing you, God, there is nothing that we cannot do when we focus on the one who is able to keep us from falling. So, God, I thank you right now. And also, God, as I, as I continue to look to the hills from which come my help, God, I also lift up the sick and shut in, God. You know the desires of your heart to be healed. Their desires of their hearts to be healed by your hands. And I pray that you hear their, hear their cries right now in the name of Jesus and continue to move. Move in your own divine timing, God. Move on their lives, their sickness, their pains, their sufferings, their trials, their tribulations, their discouragement. Move right now in the name of Jesus. Because you said that by your, your stripes we are healed. So thank you, God, for the healing that's going to take place in their lives. I claim victory on each and every one alive who are sick and shut in right now, God. I speak the restoration that they need to, to continue to endure what they have to endure and come out shining like pure gold, God, because you are the potter and we are the clay. It is in Jesus' name I honor to submit this prayer to you, and I say amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm well. I'm well. I was waiting for you all beautiful voices. <laughs> I text you. I tell I text you. I text you and said, well, I had got, when no one said anything, I just started listening to my gospel. And yeah, we heard it. We heard it. We are all five so, minutes of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you trying to describe it. We heard 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 it. You were trying to, trying to play, but it was all good. We still love you, boo. How you doing? That's all right. My brother Sam started treating me like I'm a stepchild. Oh, Finally, how are you Amen. this morning, sir? I'm good, sir. How are you making it? I'm well. He said it was so much, he said it was so much enthusiasm. This make me want to bubble over with joy. Let me see you yeah, do right. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. You know oh, what? It, it was like he was bubbling you, boo. I'm a bubble up all right when I bubble over your head. Which I see no. you. Oh, 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 oh. You know what I'm doing. I'm going to bite your head off. <laughs> Get on. Dogs, Get on. dogs are mean. Mm. <laughs> but you guys have a good day. Until you, until you feed them. Are you gone? I got to go, yeah. Did you play? I did. Around about oh. 7 o'clock, Mrs. Burr and I was on the line. Oh, okay. You know, and then Felicia, uh, Felicia said she would call back in. You know, Brother Father don't greet us no more. Mm. Shout to class on time, on the train on time. All right, you guys. Have a All great right. one. All right, mm-hmm. I love you. But, uh, but I, 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 um, yeah, dogs can be mean until you start feeding them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> That's 
trying to, I'm going to read my words so I can go in here. Okay. The word of the um, subject for the day is what you're looking for. And it's coming from Proverbs 11:27. Isn't it funny how your mindset can become a self-fulfilling prophecy? What I mean by that is that you can usually find what you're looking for and what you expect. If you expect other people to let you down, if you are if you are embracing yourself all the time, all, at all times, refusing to trust anybody, bitter about past betrayals and certain and certain the next one is coming. Any minute, you will probably find evidence today or tomorrow that someone must have it in for you. On the other hand, if you assume that there is a good, there is good in people, if you decide to choose the most optimistic explanation for their words and actions, if you assume that God is going to do some amazing things for you today, you will probably find that too. He who, Proverbs eleven twenty seven said, "He who seeks good." Finds goodwill, but evil comes to him who searches for it. Ooh, oh, ooh, wow, wow. There are mountains of evil in our world, but there are also amazing good and great beauty and heartwarming miracles and wonderful people. Satan indeed is strong, but God is stronger. Mercy has triumphed, triumphed over judgment. Life has triumphed over death. Love has triumphed over hatred. Look for mercy, life, and love, and you will find them. Mm. The mindset. All how we, what I got from this lesson was all what we're looking for is what we get. Mm. If we look for Christ, we'll get him. If we search for, seek and ye shall find, knock and the door shall be opened up to you. So whatever you're looking for, you will find it. So we start, if we're looking for love, peace, happiness, joy, all the fruits of the Spirit, God will give it to us because we're looking for him. But if we're looking for being pessimistic, always thinking somebody talking about us. Oh, you know, we we pull it up that that, that um, up the dark side. So I got that's what I got from the lesson for today. I mean, our mindset, the mindset, and we and we stay focused on Jesus. There's no other mindset to be focused on. Because mm. He's going to give us the desires of our heart. The mindset, if we get up up mad, what you mad about? Your whole day going to be mad at somebody because your mindset makes you mad. Because I had to change my couple of days ago. I was mad at just because I was mad. I wasn't mad at nothing, just being mad. But I had to thank, ask God to forgive me for my mindset. Because every morning when I wake up, I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. Every morning when I rise, I thank him for the rising of the sun in my face. So, therefore, it's our mindset that causes all the issues in our, in our mind. It's in the mind. So, that's what I got from the lesson. All right. Amen. So, I'm going to look for me. Look saying, for life. Huh? You, you're pretty much saying the way you think affects things. Booyah. Booyah. We want to have a mindset to live life, love, happiness, peace, joy. We have, that in mind, we have that mindset to set the stage for God to come in. Search, seek, and look for him to come into our happiness, come into our lives, and create those, and, and, and manifest those fruits of the spirit. Because if our mindset staying focused on him, then we wouldn't focus on the negative things in my life. That's right, Elsa. Choice. Change the mindset. Change the game. <laughs> change the game plan. <laughs> be the game change. Be the, be the game. No, be the play, 
change better. The game changer, rather, I'm sorry. Be the game changer because it's our mindset. People would, people would take us out of our mindset. Boy, boy, boy. People would take us out of our mindset. Because the enemy is going to sit there and wait to that right moment. When your mind shifts, right in that, that shift moment, here comes the enemy. I got you now, boo. I just add a little fuel on that fire. You're already angry about something. You're already mad. Mind of what's going on. But when you wake up with the, with your mind stayed on Jesus and the joys in your heart, you can laugh at them because you're at a place in your mind that nobody can come in and, and, and break that yoke. So every morning that we get up, we have to get up with that zeal to thank God for, for waking us up and, and keep pushing and pressing because the enemy's going to come. They're going to do what they're going to do. What they call to do. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna attempt to do what they're called to do, and some of them will succeed. Because of our mindset. Amen? But I love you all. I got to roll. I got to go. It's 845. I'm sitting out in the car. People just walking past me, looking at me like I'm crazy. But I love you. I have a good day. I say have a good day. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Bye. Oh, uh, 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 Poor body to go send it 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 to go Oh, wow, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Mm.
Wow. Ooh. Mm. Wow, Father. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool, Sidi. Hidi ho rombo Sidi. Hindi he yarandoko rondi Sidi. Deloko brosi da romboko sandi. Ho rombraka Sidi. Deloko braka sa. Deloko se he yesandoko shandra Sidi. He ya. Oh, Jesus. Farombo se he ya ra de she de she de she de she de she de she hombo ko sande ke she de harombo se harombo ke se harombo ko sande ke se ke sande ke se ke sande ke se ke shandre de ke oh Jesus harombo ko sa Ulo rombo se, urade se, hande kesha. Oh Jesus. Mm. Oh yes, yes, shara shike, boko shaka, horo shaka, shike he, horombo se de shirkande ke. Wow Lord. Oh wow. Oh. Mm. 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 Hoko shake. Yes, yes, yes. Oh Lord, Rambro shiko se. Horombaka shiko sirika rande ke shede. Yes, yes, yes. The rombo sirika se. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. Horobosaka. Yes, yes, yes. Yarabosa, Horobose, Horobose, Horobosa, Horobose, Sheke, Heya, Deseke, Deshandresa, Kopo, Harandekeshe, 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 Horombose ke sharamboko sa harande ke she she ke she ke she ke she ke haramboko she she ke shandrandoku harande she harande she harande she koromboko se ke shandrande ke hamboko se ke te shandrande ke haramboko she ke daramboko sa te ke te shandramboko Seke harande sharoko sandeke haroko shekan rasa haroko shede deroko saranda roko shede roko saranda ka haroko sedeke haroko sarandeke haranda roko saranda roko Hand-rand-rand-rand-rand-rand-rand-rand-rand-rand-rand-rand-rand-rand-rand-rand-rand-rand-rand-rand-rand-rand-rand-rand-rand-rand-rand-rand-rand-rand-rand-rand-rand-
Borande kehe Haraboko sande Harabraka sada Horoboko Harabraka sada Horoboko Yes Lord Harabraka sada Wow Mm Boko Shikerambrosaka Sharamboko Horombaka Haradeshir Kuraka Saka Bora Shirako Shakande Shirakamboko Shike Boromba Shirakombroko Shararakombroke Shikirako de Shoko Rombaka Ha Hadikirako Shandirako Seke de Huku Ramba Kara Sharamboko Shirakambaka Hayarako Shandirako Sandirako Sedirako Sandraseke Shiriko Shihorobaka Shiriko Sandirako Broko Saka Horoboseke, yes, 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 Sarakadaka. Homboko, Shareke, Homboko, Sharaka, Homboko, Shareke, Shindiri, Koramba, Serekoseke, Harabraka, Sheke, Sheke, Sandraka, Harabraka, Sheke, Duroko, yes, 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 yes. Hanrasike. Doroboko saka, saka sike. Horomboko saka sake. Sharamboko shadaka, shararoko sike. Harabrade sharako braka. Sharadakande shirikoroko saka. Shiriko Sarande Shike Shirike Shirike Korobraka Korobroko Saka Parabraka Sirida Kumbrasa Kada Horobo Yes 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 Father Brasiliko Seke Parabroko Sirike Shirike 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 Karabode Shara Kumbraka Sirike Shir Parabroko Shirike Shirike Shir Parakasa Sara Horambaka, Horobose, Shirokumbroko, Sharakanda, Horobaka, Shirokos, mm. 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 Mm.
death, Lord. The Lord is telling me we need to set our expectations a little higher. Um, TD said something and Maria said something pretty much on the same lines this morning. And it made me think a little bit. When you're, he basically said when your instincts are saying one thing and your experiences are saying something else. And Marie was talking about our mindset, about the way we think. A lot of times the things that we have experienced will tend to keep us positioned where we're at. Then when it's time or we have a desire to step out and go do a greater or a new thing, we're hesitant. Or even if we're studying and, and we're studying and learning to do something new, we're hesitant, and that's all good and well. I mean, and there's an aspect of, of, you know, not always just running out there and doing things. But I'm talking about to the point that it makes you stagnant. Not cautious, but stagnant. Because, see, when Maria was talking earlier, I was, you know, even when T.D. said, it made me think, of, I, sometimes I, have, I have to force myself to not look at my past experiences in the sense of to learn from them, yes, but not to live and to dwell in them. And which gets me with the Lord saying we need to have our expectations a little higher. See, one thing that we're doing, I'm going to say here on this line, is we're sowing much into the kingdom of God, though it may not look or feel like it, but we're sowing much, much time, much effort, much energy. And we're sowing it into eternity. We're sowing it into eternal, eternal into His kingdom. When you know we're doing, we're doing it for our own reasons. Okay, and our reasons have even inside of our reasons there are varying. There are differences inside of our reasons, out of obedience, out of a need, out of relationship, out of a lot of different reasons. But regardless, we're still sowing much into the kingdom. So for us not to reap much. God would have to contradict his word, and that means he would be a liar. So now, this is what I'm talking about, our expectation. So now when I have an expectation for something to turn out good, I have an expectation. Right now, I'm looking at, I'm, I'm, I'm sowing much into, I'm trying to get this real estate thing going. I'm trying to do, and I, 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 have, I, I want to look at, well, this, that didn't happen before, and this didn't happen before. But I got to force myself to say, but look at where you're at now, dude. Keep pressing now, dude. I have to have a greater expectation for a greater outcome, regardless of what has happened to me in the past. I have to learn from my mistakes, but not live in them to the point that it keeps me stagnant and not having the desire to press on, to force myself to focus, to force myself to speak, to force myself to do those things that I know I need to do, say, and have a greater expectation for a greater outcome, that this time will be different. This time the money will pour in. This time I'm going to get what I need. You know, because sometimes, now I'm going to talk about me, I look around, I see everybody else got these blessings and money and they're doing this and it's working for them and here I am struggling and scratch and it, and then I think I got something and then it slips away again and again and again how many times that's what I have a tendency to my mind to run there sometimes but I have to stop I said my mind I have to stop it 
Wait a minute, dude. Look about what what's going on now. Look at how how you walking in. I'm I'm walking in the miraculous now. I see things happening in my life. Sometimes I'm like, <laughs> really hard to have. You got me out of. <laughs> so now, so now when I'm looking at what's in front of me, because I, I tell you, I got I, I I need thousands of dollars right now. I got served yesterday for something else again. Here we go again. So I need thousands of dollars like yesterday. If not, this is going to happen. That's going to happen. And fines keep increasing. But I got to keep looking at my God. Well, he got you out of that one. He got you out of that. And see, one thing that, that I'm, I'm coming more at peace is, is the way that he has me walking, listening to his voice, listening to the wisdom, listening to and, and, and what he had me do. Step, he had me do step A, step D, step M, step I, step O, go back to B, then come to L. He had me walking in that certain pattern, and then, but everything flowed together like it needed to be. So now as I'm walking in that same path that I wouldn't necessarily go that way, but I got more of a peace and a more of an expectation that God and his timing and his divine way is going to make all things work together for my good. Oh, yeah, and for his glory. So I, I, I'm more at peace with, with the chaos and the confusion and the things that's going on around me. And, and I'm having an expectation for God to manifest, an expectation for his word. To make a way, to cover, to keep, to heal, to protect, to do all that needs to be done in my life, in my situations and circumstances. So, but I have to, I'm talking about me now. I have to force myself to focus. I have to force myself to shut up. I have to force myself to think about what has happened in the good and cast away all that has happened in the bad. But remember, as a learning tool, because see, 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 I, 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 I had to recognize those things were learning tools. Those things were stepping stones. And then I and then I even I even go over to the world, okay, and I had to look at those who have been successful and say, look at all the failures they had to overcome. Somebody was talking about the KFC man. He was sixty eight before he finally got his got his stroke going on. Abraham Lincoln, how often did he fail and he ended up president? How 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 many times did Babe Ruth strike out but he home run king? How, Michael Jordan. I have to focus. See, we look at the icons and we look at them when they're in their success. But how much did they have to struggle and strive? And, and, and like Steve Harvey said, <laughs> you to be successful, all you gotta do is work half a day. You can either work the first 12 hours or the last 12 hours, but it's going to be half a day. So so I, I had to look at that. So they, too, had to overcome themselves first. Like, I got to overcome myself first, even before. Because if I can't overcome myself, I will never be able to overcome the situations and circumstances that are confronting me. And that's going to be the same with you, because if you don't have enough confidence in and of yourself with you and your relationship with your God, because let's be real, if you ain't got enough confidence in your God to help and work through you, you cannot and will not occur. And it's not his fault. It's because you're not walking to that level and applying and letting him in and trying him. There might be times in your life where you're going to have to say, 
Lord, let me just try it. I'll take a little step, a baby step. I'm going to try it. Lord, I, I, I lean a little bit. I'm going to try it. Lord, I'm going to put my toe in the water. I'm going to try it. Lord, if, 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 you, if you cover and protect and lead me, and it's okay, I'll put two toes in the water. I mean, sometimes you got to have that realistic conversation and say, Lord, I'm scared. I'm hurting. I, I don't know, but I'm willing to try. Lord, if you help me this one time, I will try. And if you keep helping me, I'll I, I I, I do a little bit more. Sometimes you just got to go there with God. Don't be all self-religious and, and I'm going to quote these things five or six times and, and then all of a sudden it's going to miraculously happen in your life. It ain't going to happen like that, people. Let's be realistic. You didn't go to kindergarten one day and the next day come out with an 8th grade diploma. It don't happen like that. We are bound in our life from years of whatever has been going on, and let's believe it's going to take years to get you unbound because most of us are unlearned and ignorant, and I'm being real and not being negative. And the more that you learn, the more that you recognize that you don't know. And if you ever think that you know it all, trust and believe you are on your way to self-destruction. That's pride. And pride is what comes right before fall, and that's the word. So you can argue with God about that. So I'm asking you right now to have a greater expectation. Seek God at another level. Have a greater expectation that God will work in and through you if you will allow him. Try him. Say, Lord, I'm scared, but I'm going to try you. Say, Lord, I'm scared, I'm going to try you. One more. Just, just try him. Have a greater expectation that, that, that things will transform at his word, his way. Now, again, his way, because sometimes, most of the time, if not all the time, his way is a little, little bit different than ours. So we got to learn to yield and get out the way and let God be God. So trust, seek, and allow God to work things out in your life. Have a greater expectation and walk at that level of faith. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I'm not the same. 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 I'
Just list out. Good morning. What up? What up? What up? Mm, nada. Okay. Nada. Nada. Uh, Lord, we thank you this morning for life and strength, Lord. We thank you for the activity of our limbs, Lord. We thank you for the opportunity that you've given us to experience this new day, Lord, to be in your presence, Lord, and for you to be in our presence, Lord. And we just ask that you continue to orchestrate and guide us throughout our day, Lord, that we're able to serve you, that we're able to continue to just move forward in your word and your will, Lord. We ask that you give us strength where some of us may be weak, Lord, and we ask that you continue to build us up, Lord, that we continue to just move forward in your word. We thank you for the covering and protection that you give each and every one of us, and we ask for traveling grace and mercy to and from our various destinations. Lord, I lift precious ministries as a whole and precious ministries families before you, Lord, thanking you for allowing us to share your word. Lord, in our times of trials, in our times of happiness, in our effort to strengthen, encourage, and motivate, Lord, and heal, you know, wounds, Lord, that we may have. And, Lord, a time for us to be able to just fellowship with you and convene with one another, uplifting one another and praising your name. Lord, I thank you for the words that, are the root of prayer shifted ministries. And, Lord, I ask that you continue to allow it to strengthen the foundation, Lord, that we're able to continue to worship you and praise you and to hurt, help those hurt souls, Lord, that may even come and share with us to be able to teach them your word. Lord, I thank you for our family members asking that you continue to guide and protect each and every one of us. I lift my family before you thanking you for their lives and thanking you for their covering and protection. In your son Jesus' name I pray, amen.
Listen to this and I do my list. Never could have made it without you. I would have lost it all. But now I see how you were there for me, and I can say, Never would have made it.
he's still, he's still writing all that. We're going to add a little bit more to this one here. <laughs> yeah, we're going we're gonna to throw a little curveball on this one here. <laughs> keep the readers enchanted. <laughs> yeah, they're going to go back out and keep him on his knees. Oh, shut up! Keep, keep him connected to me. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Just, just keep him crying out. I don't want him to get too far. Because, see, I, I, I might not trust this one. He kind of crazy. He, he, he'll get to himself and he'll start doing some foolish things. And I, I don't, I don't want to let my investment go like that. So I got to watch my investment. So I'm going to just keep throwing some more on him. Keep throwing. I'm going to give him the strength. I'm going to give him the grace to endure. But I want to throw some more on him. Because I want to make sure he stay in line. I want to make sure he, he keeps crying to me and keeps seeking me. I want to make sure he don't, he don't mess on him. Uh, his, uh, great, he got much more grace to deal with it. Just throw a little bit more mess on him. He can handle it because he's going to have to seek me to get through it. He's going to have to seek me for the direction. Huh? And I'm going to continue to write his story. Woo! Shahaya to go share the Basara Koba. Woo! Come on now. Hundred to go share the Kodaka. Come on now. Hiya to this shit. Got down to go down. Hiya to go sit there to go back Woo! Woo! Jesus. Come on now. Woo! Mm. Woo! All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, 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 okay. Go ahead and uh, once again try to do this list and. Uh, <laughs> Where you go from there, huh? I know. If at first you don't succeed, try, try again. All right now, all right now. Oh wow, that's interesting though. Talking about I, you know, even though we say the art and the finish of our faith, that's the first time I really ever looked at it like that. That he's literally writing out my life story. You know, the author, that's what he's, that's what the author does. He writes out lots, the sequence of events and things to, to, you know, to entertain or educate or whatever. He's, he's writing out my life story as I'm walking it out. And how, how, so how much better is it for me to come and each and every morning to get before my author to see what, direct, what, what he has written for me today? Now, I can run out and try to, you know, write my own story. Then I'm going to end up right back to where he wants me to because I never did what he was ordaining for me to do. So rather than me wasting my time and energy, <laughs> let, me, let me run to my author and say, Lord, what is it <laughs> that you have written for me to do today? What, what is it that you have penned <laughs> for my life's journey today? Mm-mm-mm. How is it that you want me to go about doing that which is in front of me? Because I don't even know what's in front of me. <laughs> so how am I don't even know what to do with it? <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Ooh, let me do this list. Let me do this list. Let me stop right now. Let me do this list. Mm. <clears throat> mm, mm, mm. Okay, <clears throat> we're going with Maxine. Anna Bobo did the castle to go into the Gosa, Sherakada. Jan de Jean, do the Goshi, the Ganda, the Gosi, the Ganda, Sherakada. Idiam, Brand, the Goshi, the Ganda Rasta, Sherakada. 
Kim Moore, home broker or dash to go there, Shirakada. Joanna Ward, bundle the gun to the gun to the gun to the gosa, Shirakada. Move family, who should have gone to Roshiraga, Shirakada. The Tolan family, Barandaga, Shirakonda, Shirakada. Big Jim, who should have gone to the gun to Rosha, Shirakada. Miss Henderson, Shanda the gun to the gun to the gosa, Shirakada. Mia Joan and the Wilder family, Hunter the gun to the gun to the go, oh Jesus, come on now, Shirakonda to go, Dedaka, 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 okay, Kada, Dedaka, Dedaka, Shiraka, Shirakada. Mmm, come on now. Mmm. Come on now. Mm, you know, like they say, you got a horse in the stable. He's ready to run, and he be prancing because he knows time to do that race. That's how I feel right now. It's just like it's like some image just need to come out. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to hold it. I'm trying to hold it right now. I'm trying to hold it right now. But see, it's see, 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 see. Uh, mm, come on now, sister. Come on, pull back, pull back. Let's get these lists done, Sam. Come on, come on. The Tolan family should should have. Big Jim, but what a da. Miss Henderson, Shandada go do the go dessa, shitaka Larry Ben, Dada go do the go shitaka, shitaka da. Mia Joan and the Wilder family, shitaka do the go, shitaka da. Felicia and Cynthia's dad, shandada go shitaka, shitaka da. Dorothy and Arthur Richardson, shandada go shitaka, shitaka da. The Angie Cerrito and family, shitaka, shitaka da. Italian family, shandada go do the go sa, shitaka da. Belly, she do go Teresa Crosby, she under the gun to the gosa, she Tristan Hardy, but I dug her, Stephanie Butler, she do go Barbara Jenkins, she under the gun to the gosa, she look at Marion Shanita Calloway, she under the gun to the gosa, William Searcy, she do go shaka, she look at Kate, she buku robota, she look at Manuel Rose, she buku she look at da 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 under the gosa, da 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 under the gosa, da 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 under the gosa, Renee and the paint store, Rambraka, she look at Morgan McMillan and family, she bukra, she look at Keisha, she do go, she look at she do gosa, she look at Yolanda. Smith, whom Brokorosa, Sidakada. Nancy Brosh, Sidakada. Droopy, Sidakada, Sidakada. Community Service, Sidakada, Sidakada, Sidakada. Deidre Brown, Sidakada, Sidakada. Oh, Jesus. Donald Connect, Sidakada, Sidakada. Azera, Sidakada, Sidakada. Bernard Hartsfield and the family share Richardson, Margaret Barn, Aline Shakir, Man of Revelation, Dagwood's brother, Ursel, Sandra Walton, Arthur Richardson, Eulen Earl Hart, and David Earl Thornton, Clear and Strong Families, Verdell and Egerton. I gotta call Edgar back. Uh, Verdell and Edgar Thomas, Paul and Delanda Bryson, Brenda, Pam, Scotty, Deborah Deacon, Chuck, Jackie Dunn, Angela Everett, Ted Love, Veronica Alexander, Lisa Brown, Lori Harshville, Reggie Moore's father, Spring Alexander, Veronica Jackson, Summer Lard, Dave Rivera, Julian and Janine Haley, Samane, Lady Lori, Minister, my tennis lady outside the church, Minister, people from the meetings at Chris and Miriam Coleman, Courtney Robinson, Sabrina Newton, Wesley Daniel Sims, Passion Hollis Davis, Jason Allison, Virgil Bass, Fanny Marie's family, Ware family, Sam Smith family, Rose Chavis family, Jerry Wade Jr., Georgie Cotton, Lisa Jones, Robert Dublay, Sherry Michael Drake, Lady in the parking lot, Kavon Carden family, Senior, Sam McKinney, Elizabeth, Jamil, Mackenzie Anderson, Jesse, Patricia Arnold, Gloria Daniels, and the Dickersons. All right now. Trey Mathis and Ariel Singfor. Hom bro shit go shit and draw shit go set go set go set go set go set go set go da. Ho roba shit go set shit go da. Shit go da. 
Neandro Mao, Sumbro should go see the land, Roshil Garada, Kashil Gosa, Shilgada. AJ and family, Humbro should go see Shilgaranda, Shilgosa, Shilgarandaka, Roshilgosa, Shilgada. Rahim Pao, Humbo should go see Shilgasandro, Shilgosa, Humbo should go see Shilgarabara, Shilgosa, Roshil Gosa, Shilgasa, Shilgada. Maria Burst here and Brandra goes to the Gandragos, the Gandragos, the Randros, the Gada, Hombrogos, the Garandagos, the Garandagosa, Shilkada. April Moors, Randal goes to the Gandros, the Gosset, the Rosaraga, Randal goes to the Grandagos, the Ratagosa, Shilkada. Punch Jail, Janak Nation Aid, no Rombroca, Shilkose, the Gasaragosa, Rombrogoshi, the Grandagos, the Randas, Rosset, Shilkada. Morgan Farley, Horumbra Kandra goes to the Grand Rosa Garada, she goes to the Grandas, Shilkada. Christian Shinese and Teaches and Broker, Shilkosa, Grosset of Gosa, Rosh Gosa, Rombroca, Shilkasa. Capri Laco, Rabroca, Shilkosa, Rosh Gosa, Robroca, Silkata. Kira Shaw, Rombroca, Shilkabroca, Shilkosa, Robroca, Shilkosa, Rambocosa, Shilkata. Victor, Horashilkosa, Brianna Luigi, Shindrako, Shikosha, Shikorambo, Kosha, Rambo, Shikosha, Shikorambo, Anaya, Hombroko, Shikosha, Shikorando, Kosha, Rando, Kosha, 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 Talent Jasmine, Bosh, Yes, yes, yes. Ooh, Thailand jazz. The bond. Her bus goes to the Garanda Koshi to go to the 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 Koshi Talent Jasmine, Tarisha, Shiloko, Shilgasa, for a bush, you go say, she'll go say, the Gosoroca Saracosa, for a bassa, she'll go say. Tristan Petrie, she'll go say, 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 Mike Bradley Hernandez, Sarah Thompson, so the ghost of the Gandash will go see the Gandash will go see there, for a bush will go Sandra, she'll go sa, she'll go sa. Kayla Boylan, the under goes to the Gandara, goes to the Gandara, for a brand will go see the Gandash will go sa, she'll go sa. Benjamin Benfield, Hobo goes to the Gandara, goes to the Gandara, for a bush will go see, she'll go see the Gorobaka, she'll go sa, she'll go sa. Caleb Boyle, Benjamin Benfield, 
Sarah Thompson. Should have gone, should have gone down, should have gone down. Well, Shataka, Shataka. All right. Joyce Mason, Alex Thompson, Ellie, and Chris Foster. Maria Mathis. Um, help me. Rose Johnson, Brush to go to the Grand Broker, Shukasa, 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 City of Osaka, Shandrosuko State, Rosuko Sashukasa. Rosemore, Hombroko, Shilaka, Sukata. My parents, Romberoko, Shilaka Sashukasa. City of Atlanta, Roger goes to the Grando, Sukasa. Marmarjean, and Broder goes to the Grada, Sukata. Nakars, and Dronder goes to the Rasa, Sukasa. Wajin, and Border goes to the Gusta, Rosen Hospital Community, Shindrush, the Gustav, the Grand Jessida, Shilakasa. Martin Child, second, the Rokra, the Gustav, Shilakasa. Pastor Mark, the Rokra, the Rosa, Shilakasa. And myself, Rosh, the Gustav, the Grand The Mon Holly, the KFC organization, the Nathan Terry, Sam McGab, Barbara Carson, the family, Mike Stryverson, Dietrich, Jerry, Barbara Salter's cousin, Louis Sherry, Bishop Diablo, Erica Carlos, Smith, Corey, and Dennis, Mark Gully, Gerard Jenkins. Mark Eaton Child Sr., Gene Alban, the Platt Academy, Don Smith, Jeff and Natasha Ferguson, the guy in the subway, Cheryl Vaughn, Phil and Jan Endo. From Broco, Rashida Goshe, Shida Grombo, Koshida Grasa. From Robo, Shida Goshe, Shida Grombo, Shida Grasa. From Robo, Shida Goshe, Shida Grombo, Shida Grasa. All right, that's my three. What else we got to do? Arthur did his. Maria did hers. Erica, you did yours. To leave the season hospice. I want to pray for um let me do it right. I'm thinking about it. Barbie, um Christina Harbush go sit again Dokurbashir go said the Cassandra Cosa Horobrand go said the Gasaraka Shakada and Yvette Jenkins and Brundle go sit again Shilkosa Haradasa Shakara. The season hospice and Roshir go say Shilkarabosa Shakada. Prisoners and Brandon Gundar 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 Congregations and Churches and Brandon Gundar 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 
missionaries. Abuse and addictions. I think there's everybody. Abuse, addiction, deceased, hospital, prisoners, missionaries. Okay, that's everybody. Mm. All right, Lord. Father God, I thank you for the word, for the anointing, for the covering. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and do the reading. Um, When I was praying and I was thinking about yesterday's reading, I don't know who I was listening, but um, it was pointed out that it was basically it was a lot pointed out, <laughs> but that um, what I'm about to speak upon now is that every time God finishes work, and I'm not going to say creation, because he pointed out that he did not create every day. He restored or put things back into proper place but he did not create every day. But every day that he finished his work, God said that it was good, except for on the second day. For on the second day is when he established the firmament of the heavens above and beneath. And he did not say that it was good. He just finished his work. And the author pointed out, then he went to Paul, and I forget what chapter, but he was talking about how Paul said that Satan is the prince of the power of the air. So that immediately after God finished restoring and on that day and setting the boundaries of heaven and earth, Satan filled his boundary of earth and said, this is my kingdom. That's why he didn't say it was good. So as I was praying, it dawned on me, it's just like you trying to pick up some reception. Well, back in the old days, we used to have antennas. Now we got cable or digital satellites. But imagine you trying to watch your TV without that table, cable connection or that satellite connection you get static or a blurred picture. But the signal was out there, but you can't receive it. 
You have to be connected in order to receive it. And see, that's what's going on. That's why it's important for us to pray and it's hard for us to hear and why it takes a while for you to fine-tune your connection with God. Because, see, when he finished the heavenlies and the boundaries of heaven, Satan immediately filled that realm, and that caused the disconnect to become between God. And in this case, I'm going to say his people, but I'm talking about everybody on the earth in this case. And I'm just talking about his children. I mean, a further disconnect. Okay. Well, that sin hadn't entered at that point, too. So so it was like already established a disconnect. That's why he didn't say it was good. So that's why he calls us ambassadors. That's why he needs see, when you're praying, you're giving God legal right and permission to perform that which he desires to do. That's why it's necessary for you to pray. Because if not, that disconnect is there. It's not that God is not desiring to do or to move, but, again, he's not going to break his own laws, his own rules and regulations. And right now, this is Satan's domain. That's why he's the prince of the power of the air. That's why he calls us ambassadors. An ambassador is somebody that's living on foreign territory. So it's up to us as ambassadors to pray to hear. What did I just say earlier about he's the author and finisher? I got to see what he's written my journey. It's us as ambassadors, our job to to make that connection from the heavenly heavenlies to the earthly realm, to hear his hear his word and then we or his will and then begin to walk it out. So anyway, that's a little tidbit for you to feast on while I go get this book. Tell you by the time we finish these two books here. Mm-hmm. My cat's not might make it through it, but uh that's a whole nother story there. Y'all gonna get some mail order cats in a minute. Okay, the antediluvian age. This extends from the restoration of earth from its chaotic condition to the flood. It is divided into two into, into two dispensations. This dispensation, the Edenic dispensation, this dispensation extends from the creation of Adam to the expulsion from the garden. As to its duration, we know nothing. It was probably very short was the dispensation of innocence. For encounter of the fall, see the chapter on the two atoms. The anti-diluvian dispensation. This extends from the fall to the flood. It was a dispensation of conscience and shows what man will do when guided only by his conscience. Adam and Eve had no conscience before the fall. Conscience is a knowledge of good and evil. And this Adam and Eve did not have until they had their eyes opened by eating of the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Genesis 2 and 17. Conscience may produce fear and remorse, but it will keep men from doing wrong. For conscience imparts no power. I'm sorry, but it will not keep men from doing wrong, for conscience imparts no power. Adam and Eve had no children before the fall. That they were created for that purpose is clear from the words God spake to them after their creation. 
when he said, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth, Genesis 1 and 2, 28. <coughs> ah. <clears throat> and the words replenish the earth, we have unmistakable evidence that the earth had been peopled before it was thrown into a chaotic condition. How soon after the expulsion from the garden of the first child was born to Adam and Eve, we are not told. It probably was not very long. The first child was a son of Cain. It does not follow that Abel was the second child. There may have been a number of children, both sons and daughters, born between Cain and Abel. Cain and Abel are representative men, one of the wicked line and the other the righteous line from Adam. There is an, in, in, there's an intimation in the curse imposed on Eve. I will greatly multiply that conception. Genesis 3.16, that births were not only frequent, but that several children were born at a time. In no other way could the human race multiply as it did in those early days and for some time after the flood. Intermarriages among the children of the same family were not forbidden until after the flood. Cain and Abel were not children when Cain killed Abel. They were probably over 100 years of age. Abel was a keeper of sheep, not his father's, but his own. Cain was an agriculturalist and the possessor of large estates. We read that Adam was 130 when he begat Seth, 5 and 3 in Genesis. Seth was probably born soon after the death of Abel, Genesis 4 and 25. <clears throat> this would make Abel over 100 years of age at his death. The death of Abel was probably due to religious dispute between Cain and Abel as to the character and religious offerings. Abel claimed that a bloody sacrifice was necessary. Cain claimed that an offering of works taken from the soil which God had cursed was sufficient. They put the matter to a test. God accepted Abel's offering and rejected Cain's, probably answering as on the Mount Carmel by fire. His anger Cain. He did not kill Abel that day. The Lord remonstrated with Cain and reminded him that there was still time to bring a sin blood offering. The expression sin live at the door in Genesis 4 and 7 may be translated a sin offering life at the door. But Cain would not listen and nursed his anger possibly for a long time. One day, while alone in the field with Abel, Cain brought the subject up again for we read that Cain talked with Abel about the matter. Ooh, I'm telling you, he's just breaking stuff down. Genesis 4 and 8. And Cain's anger became uncontrollable, and he rose from the ground where he was sitting and killed his brother. The whole thing was a scheme of Satan to destroy Abel, through whom the promised seed was... Oh, why, here he go. Mm. See, he already knowing there's something going on, so... Mm. Now, I just talked about the author and finish of our faith. See, he, he remember, he, he, he goes to the heavenlies and, and sees what's going on. Remember Job, when the sons of God come before him? So he goes to the heavens and he sees the plans and purposes of our life. So when we're getting attacked, when we're going through different things, it's not always just 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 not just mere coincidence. He didn't just try to take Cain Abel out. He said, "Oh no, that's the promised seed. So if I can take out the seed, then I don't have to worry about that." <clears throat> but Cain would not listen. He nursed anger properly for a long time. One day while alone in the field with Abel, Cain brought the subject up again, for we read that Cain talked with Abel about the matter in Genesis 4 and 8. 
And Cain's anger became uncontrollable, and he rose from the ground where he was sitting and killed his brother. The whole thing was a scheme of Satan to destroy Abel, through whom the promised seed was to come. Satan was not only the instigator of Abel's murder, he was the author of Cain's religion, spoken of by Jude as the way of Cain. Jude 11. Wow. Here we have the origin of all religions that ignore the blood and magnify the works. Woo! Mm. Wow. Mm. I'm going to see how much I can get. <laughs> wow. Hmm. Cain fled to the land of Nod and built a city. Here we have the beginning of the city with all its attendant evils. Among the descendants of Cain was Jubal, the inventor of musical instruments, and Tubal Cain, an instructor of words in brass and iron. Men in those days used their brains to improve and build, upbuild a godly civilization. And we recall that in that age, men were not cut off at three score and ten, but lived on for nearly a thousand years. Their immense accumulation of knowledge, experience, and skill must have advanced the arts and sciences and resulted in the invention and manufacture of all the appliances of luxurious civilization with the rapidity to us almost inconceivable. Wow. You know what? Never even would have thought about that. That is, wow. I mean, they didn't have all, you know, we, they, they talk about the pyramids. They talk about all these things. You know, but I guess these people live for that. I mean, look at us. Okay, look, we talk about us on the line. Now, we're anywhere, but, okay, look, we're, we're just beginning to grasp hold of certain things, and we like in the middle of our life. Well, just think if we, if we could continue to live for another five or 600 years. Wow. I mean, live in a healthy state where we're being productive. You know, I ain't just talking about existing on the respirator, you know, all that. Mm -mm. But that, wow. Mm, that's powerful. Okay. Say, so men in those days use their brains to improve and upbuild a godless civilization. And we recall that in that age, men were not cut off at three score and ten, but lived on for nearly a thousand years. Their immense accumulation of knowledge, experience, and skill must have advanced the arts and scientists and resulted in the invention and manufacture of all the appliances of a luxurious civilization with a rapidity to us almost inconceivable. <clears throat> the building of a ship such as the ark constructed by Noah is an illustration. We have the echo of that skilled civilization in the construction after the flood of the Tower of Babel, and later of the Great Pyramid, which involved in its construction such a knowledge of mathematics and astronomy as the world has never yet surpassed. They're still trying to figure out the pyramids. <laughs> this, oh, wow. I mean, see, oh, this just makes so much sense. It just makes so much sense. Makes so much sense. Hmm. The outcome of that brilliant but godless civilization was to promote the rapid increase of population. Then man began to multiply on the face of the earth, Genesis 6 and 1. In the midst of this godless civilization, startling events occurred. 
the sons of God saw that the daughters of men that they were fair, and they took them wives of all which they chose. Genesis six and two. This polygamous relation was not between the sons of Seth and the daughters of Cain, a union of godly and wicked people that day, as some suppose, but it has a far deeper meaning. The special daughters of men include the daughters of Seth as well as the daughters of Cain. Hence the expression sons of God must mean beings different from the human race. The title sons of God has not the same meaning in the Old Testament that it has in the New. In the New Testament, it applies to those who have become the sons of God by the new birth. John 1 and 12, Romans 8, 14 through 16, Galatians 4, 6 and 1, John 3 and 1 through 2. In the Old Testament, it applies to the angels and is so used five times. Twice in Genesis, Genesis 6, 2 through 4, and three times in Job, Job 1, 6, 2, 1, 38 and 7. A son of God denotes a being brought into existence by a creative act of God. Such were the angels, and such was Adam, and he is so called in Luke 3.38. But Adam's natural descendants are not the special creation of God. Adam was created in the likeness of God in Genesis 5 and 1. But his descendants were born in his likeness, for we read in Genesis 5 and 3 that Adam begat a son in his own likeness after his image. Therefore, all men are born of Adam and his descendants by natural generation are the sons of men. And it's only by being born again, John 3, 3 through 7, which is a new creation that they can become the sons of God in the New Testament sense. From this, we see that the sons of God of Genesis 6, 2 through 4 cannot be the sons of self, for they were only un unregenerate men, while the sons of God were a superior race, in other words, angels. To this, however, objection is made that the angels do not marry, nor are given in marriage. Luke 20, 27-36. Therefore, they must be sexless and cannot cohabitate with either themselves or human beings. But this does not necessarily follow. The angels are created beings and do not die. Therefore, there is no need for marriage to prevent their extermination. But this does not imply that they are sexless and do not have the power of procreation. We must not forget that angels can assume the form of men and eat and drink, Genesis 18, 1-8. And the men, and the whole difficulty vanishes when we see that it was as men that the sons of God married the daughters of men. We only have to turn to the epistles of Peter and Jude for confirmation in this. In 2 Peter 2, 4-9, we are told of the angels that sinned. And in Jude 6-7, of the angels that kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, and now are reserved in everlasting change under darkness, unto the judgment of the great day, the great white throne judgment. These angels are not Satan's angels for his... Ooh, Wow. These angels are not Satan's angels, for his angels are free. Oh, my God. They must therefore be a special class of angels who have, not been, who have been imprisoned for some particular sin, and we are not told that what that sin was. It was fornication and going after strange flesh. Wow. This, oh, my God.
Mm. <laughs> I got a few, two paragraphs. I'm going to try to finish. Ooh. And the time of the commission of the sin is given as just before the flood. Second Peter 2, 4 through 5. This proves beyond the shadow of a doubt that the sons of God of Genesis 6, 2 through 4 were angels. As further confirmation of this view, we have the fact that the offspring of this union of the sons of God and the daughters of men were a race of giants, mighty men, men of renown, Genesis 6 and 4. Now the godly descendants of men have married ungodly women, but the offspring have never been such monstrosities as the offsprings of the sons of God and the daughters of men in Noah's day. Therefore, that union must have been an unnatural character as evidenced by the term strange flesh. And I'm thinking about all the mythologies and stuff like that, and it just dawned on me, too, that evidently something must have survived after the flood because David had to fight giants, and giants were the offspring of the sons of... Ooh. Wow. Mm. Mm. You know, we look at the mythology with the pan, the half man, half goat, and, and the people coming out of the water and all these different things. This is a result of the union of, of the angels with with the women, of men. <clears throat> And I'm going to even say, you know, as as they had their own race evolving, that because they become men, they some that they had even some angels becoming women and men men cohabitating with them. If they're going to have have sex with animals, they'll have. Oh Jesus! Woo! Mm. Mm. Wow! But their offspring had never been such monstrosities as the offspring of the sons of God and the daughters of men in Noah's day. Therefore, that union must have been an unnatural character as evidenced by the term strange flesh. God could not permit such an abnormal race as the progeny of the union of angels and human beings to exist on the earth. <clears throat> so the outcome of this invasion of the earth by the denizens of the air was the flood by which the contour and elevation of the antediluvian earth were changed, thus wiping out the Garden of Eden and diminishing the length of human life on earth. In the antediluvian dispensation, mankind was treated as a whole. There were no nations. That dispensation is called in Acts 17:30 the times of ignorance, as is contrasted with the times are now. And we are told that in that dispensation, God winked at, and what he could not overlook in the legal dispensation See the chart on the times and the season. Uh, it's just like I said now, <clears throat> so that gives you a whole other outlook on, on why the flood had to occur. You know, we think a man was over, over you know, with the, the sin and this, that, and the other. But this is just giving you a whole deeper meaning of what was really going on. And I'm, I'm looking at the movie. I just happened to see it about <clears throat> a month ago, the, the movie of Noah, and how, um, you know, how they they were charging and trying to get on this boat and all this other stuff. Now, you know what, though? Maybe somebody survived on that boat. Because they had one of the guys sitting up there trying to get... Because, like I said, David... <sighs> David, remember, they had to land the Giants. So there was... Then some, somebody see... Oh, man, I don't know. It's just deep. 
<laughs> all I can say, wow, it's just deep. Mm. Mm. The words that we don't, I mean, and you know what? It's not really that we overlook. We're just not ready to receive it. So that's why, it, you know, we you know we read the same thing over and over again. But like you said, the term strange flesh. You know, how many times have we read that? But now it's got a whole nother level, a whole nother meaning. Wow. Because I had known about the sons of God, you know, this is just deep. I'm done. It's just deep. Hmm. Mm. Wow. Okay. Well, anybody got anything? All righty then. Well, I listened to a song. I take some prayer requests. That was deep. These kittens are just running over everywhere. What you about to do now, Goofy? I'm about to tap something. That's what I do.
pray for favor in your life, so I've got a um, <clears throat> confession on my wall, then I'm going upstairs, and I'm going to read, and I would ask you if you want favor in your life, that you um, repeat after me. <clears throat> you can be on mute or however you want to do it, I'm going to just read it as you're repeating. In the name of Jesus... I am the righteousness of God. Therefore, I am entitled to covenant kindness and covenant favor. The favor of God is among the righteous. The favor of God surrounds the righteous. Therefore, it surrounds me Everywhere I go and in everything I do, I expect the favor of God to be in full manifestation in my life. Never again will I be without the favor of God. It rests richly upon me. It profusely abounds in me. I am a part of the generation that is experiencing 
God's favor immeasurably, limitless, limitlessly, and surpassingly. Therefore, favor produces supernatural increase, promotion, restoration, honor, increased assets, greater victories, recognition, prominence, preferential treatment, petitions granted, policies and rules changed, and battles won in which I do not have to fight. You're talking about a sweatless victory. The favor of God is on me and goes before. Therefore, my life will never be the same. This is the year. <clears throat> the time is now of God's favor in my life. That is the favor of God that rests upon me. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Jesus, higher to go said, did it go brush it to Cassand, did it go said, did it go rumble, said, did it go Sandro, Cosada, the Cassa, or oh, Jesus. Well, okay, now we about to get a little special here. Okay, we got to get a little special. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you what's about to happen. See, that was a confession. This is gonna be the empowering. Now I'm 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 gonna break this make this down a little bit. See when see mm, see when you see that police officer in front of you and he's got that badge, that gives him the authority. But see when you try to act a fool and he gets on that horn and that power and you just see all these cops coming from around everywhere to back him up. <clears throat> so now I want you to think in that term. What we just said was a confession, which gives you the God-given authority. Okay, that was God. He said, he said, son, I want you to actually, this is what he literally told me. He said, son, I have bestowed favor upon your life. Now I said, oh, really, Lord? So I'm like, okay, Lord, wow. But now as I'm learning what God gives me, I want to give it out. So he's giving me favor. I want to give it to them, Lord. So, okay. He said, well, well have, have, pray for favor. I said, but you know what, Lord? I got a confession of favor that that that'd even be better. This was a conversation going on in my spirit, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm letting y'all eavesdrop a little bit, okay? See, y'all was eavesdropping a little bit. So I got a conversation of favor. I said, that'd be even better if they, if they, if they, can, they, can, they can confess that over their life. And he said, okay. I said, that's good. So I came on upstairs and had y'all confess that, 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 that. That's one of my confessions on my wall, dealing with favor. And see, after we got done with the favor, he said, now, nah, son, I want you to pray for him. I'm like, really? Still pray for him? And then he said, nah, this is when they were confessing that that was the authorization, but now I'm going to empower them. See, now you're going to even get that divine hand empowerment as the anointing of God begins to rise up inside you. I, I got to read that again, because see, I need y'all to have it.
have an understanding of what you're walking in now. I need you to have an understanding of what God is supernaturally doing in your life. It says in the name of Jesus, I, I'm talking about me, myself, and I am the righteousness of God. Not because of who I am, but because of who Christ is. And I choose to walk in him. I choose to seek him. And I choose to let him lead my life. Remember before we say he's the author and the finisher of our faith. So that means he's pinning out our situation. He's pinning out our life. He says, therefore, I am entitled. Wait a minute. I'm entitled. Hold up. Hold up. Wait a minute. Hold up. See, now we got a, we got a generation of, of young folks thinking that they are entitled. That's why they, they have these attitudes. But see, according to the word of God, now see, there are certain rules and regulations and parameters that you have to walk in to receive what is already yours. It's just like a will or a trust. And they say, well, you can have this millions of dollars, but if you do this, you can't get it. You got to wait till you're 18 or you got to finish college. See, there's certain rules and regulations in order for you to receive your inheritance. So there are rules of God in order for you to walk in the fullness of who he has ordained you to be. But you're growing that constantly, step by step, precept by precept. He says, therefore, I am entitled to covenant kindness. And covenant favor. Covenant is way beyond a legalistic bound, a contract. Covenant. That means it's blood in there. Our covenant is through Christ Jesus. We are entitled through Christ Jesus. Not because anything I could have ever done, but because of what he did. Therefore, I am entitled to covenant kindness and covenant favor. The favor of God is among the righteous. Wait a minute. The favor. That means I'm getting something I didn't deserve. I, I'm in a, a situation where I know they're about to put the, the gavel on me, throw them in jail, but God. Oh, they're about to throw you out your house, but God. Oh, you about, you, uh, Erica, oh, they're uh, they trying to cut her hours, but God. Come on now. Oh, come on now. See, we got to take this home. I want you to get personal about this right now. I need you to get personal about this right now. I need you to have an understanding of what is yours and what you got. Remember, he said, I have a greater expectation. So you need to see this so that you can walk in it. It says the favor of God is among the righteous. The favor of God surrounds the righteous. Hold up. It ain't just among us. It's surrounding us. It's up in us. It's on top of us. It's below us. We covered people, but you got to understand that. Therefore, it surrounds me everywhere I go and in everything I do. I expect the favor of God to be in full manifestation in my life. Full. Now, I want you to understand right now, as I'm speaking to this, I'm not speaking just to you. I'm not speaking to me. I'm speaking to my mountains, my fig trees, my Red Seas, those principalities and powers. I'm, I'm speaking to all my situations and circumstances. I'm speaking to the thousands of dollars that got to come in. I'm speaking to the court systems.
getting to me. I'm speaking to the old age that's creeping up on my family. I'm speaking to I'm speaking to all of this right now. I I need them to understand this is where I'm walking. This is who I am, and this is what's gonna happen. I need them to understand, but y'all got to get in line with this word. You ain't got to get in line with me. I got you. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Recognize what I'm saying. I'm telling you, tell your finances, you got to get in line with this word. Tell your health, you got to get in line with this word. Tell your boss, your job, whatever's going on, you got to get in line with this word. I don't care if it's the court system, the foreclosures, I don't care. It's got to get in line with this word right now because I'm righteous and it surrounds me and I'm entitled to it. And see, let me let me give you a little tip. <clears throat> let me give you a little tip. <clears throat> when you're in the court system, the police, your health, your finances, the lights the gas, the rent, the phone, and it confronts you because it's going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Hold up. (laughs) You ain't got to get in line with what I'm saying. You got to get in line with the word. We're going to be real, devil. You will beat me up, but you tried that on Jesus already. You didn't win on him. I am in him. So, so look, I'm choosing to believe what God has said. I'm choosing to accept, and I'm willing to walk in accordance as he's grown me by his grace and mercy, not because of anything i ever done, but because I'm making a choice to trust, believe, and allow God to do it. So hold up, finances, you got to get in line. Court system, chaos, whatever it is, y'all got to get in line with God's word. <clears throat> I can't, I'm losing my voice right now. Woo, shut up, boy. Get that. I'm going to shit it. I'm going to back Woo. Woo. Get that. I'm going to back out. Get Woo. 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 Hey. Hey. Woods right now. I got, uh, what's that commercial? Got cold cuts. Got cold cuts. I got favor. 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 Woo! Woo! surrounds the righteous. Therefore, it surrounds me everywhere I go and in everything I do. I expect the favor of God to be in full manifestation in my life. Never again will I be without the favor of God. It rests richly upon me. Hold up, hold up. Not a little bit. Rest. Ever said, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm gonna take a rest on Sam Farley. Oh, come on now. I'm gonna take a rest on show. Well, see, y'all ain't getting personal. So y'all, 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 y'all just listen to this booze and holler and scream on the phone. So I'm gonna just personal. Y'all, y'all, y'all ain't got nothing. Y'all need no favor for. Y'all, y'all, hey, y'all, y'all, everything's good and grand in your life. So y'all don't need no favor. 
so I, I, I got to talk about me. So it was originally upon me. Profusely. Profusely. Now, I don't have a dictionary in front of me, <clears throat> and Erica probably like, is muted right now, but if I'm remembering to the <coughs> mind of it, profusely does not mean a little bit. <laughs> it profusely abounds in me. <coughs> then it's, I am a part of the generation. Oh, I ain't by myself. Hold up. There's some more people like me. And guess what? He got more than enough favor to go around. Matter of fact, he's looking for more people to give it to. He's looking for more people to say, you know what? I need to walk in that. Oh, Jesus. Mm-mm-mm. I am part of the generation that is experiencing God's favor. But he didn't just stop right there. How am I experiencing God's favor? I am experiencing God's favor immeasurably, limitlessly, and surpassingly. Therefore, favor produces supernatural increase. Hold up. Wait a minute. Come on now. Because I didn't earn this. Mm. I didn't earn this. He's giving me supernatural increase in my finances and my health and my family and my job and my situations and circumstances. He's giving me promotion. Come on now. Because it's favor. It's favor. Mm. He's giving me restoration. Hold up. Satan was Satan took. He got to restore. <laughs> oh, come on, sevenfold. Come on now. Restoration. He's giving me honor. Son, I choose to take you from the back. You've been sitting back there too long. I'm pulling you up to the front. Increase assets. Hold up. You, yeah, you got, I'm going to give you some more. Come on now. Greater victories. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Wait a minute. Hold up. David defeated the lion and the bear. Then he went and defeated Goliath. Hold up. Recognition. Because I choose to stand on the word. I choose to let the word lead and guide me. So I'm going to get recognition not because of who I am, but because of whose I am. And I'm giving him all the honor. I'm giving him all the glory. So when I'm getting recognized, I'm recognizing my God because of the favor, because of the victory that he's given in my life. Mm. Mm-hmm. Woo! Prominence. Come on now. Preferential treatment. Hold up. Why they got to give that to her? Why they got to give that to him? Why? Because favor ain't fair. Praise hey! the Lord. Woo! Mm-hmm. Come on now. Hold up. This one's for you, Erica. Policies and rules change. I'm going to go check that hell. And battles won. I want this one right here. Battles won in which I do not even have to fight. <clears throat> Devil comes up there and says, oh, that's Sam's house. Let me go ahead. I'm, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Just get to him. I'm good. Like back in the day, Mike Tyson in his prime, somebody coming at him, "Ah, well, I'm going to get paid. I'm going down in the first round. I'm good. (laughs) 
battles won in which I don't even have to fight. That's the one I want to walk in. The favor of God is on me and goes before. See, he's the author and finisher of my faith. He knows the direction I need to go. So the favor is going already before me to prepare the way. So when I wake up and I link up with him to see what direction he wants me to go, the favor is already made the path plain for me. Come on now. Mm. <clears throat> now hold up. I'm going to declare, declare and decree. This next statement on your life, if you choose to accept and believe it, it says, therefore, my life will never be the same. Never be the same. I'm going to even take it. It says, this is the year of God's favor in my life. I'm going to say, this is the day. This is the moment that I receive God's favor in my life. That is the favor of God. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Oh. And amen. Oh. Wow. Hey. Mm, mm, mm. Oh. Mm, mm. Ah, I'm gonna give you another little tidbit. So when the enemy comes at you, I'm notice I'm saying when. <laughs> hey. When the exact contradiction comes to you. Of what we declaring and decreeing on our life. Notice I said when. When <laughs> you hang up this line, because the devil's sitting outside, I can't go on there right now. It's too much annoying. I'm going to just wait till she get all by herself, or he get all by himself, and then I'm going to bum rush him. <laughs> so when all this occurs, it might be right now. It might be a moment might later on during the day. I want you to, when it occurs, I just want you to pause momentarily. However you need to do it. Say even say, you know what, even if you gotta go get a bathroom break, I let me respond, give me a moment. Pull away, get away. Just for that moment. Then I want you to go boldly before the throne of grace and say, God, we got a problem. I want you to boldly say, excuse me, I know you next in line, but right now, God, we got a problem. See, see, this is what we happened to, this was what was going on today, earlier, and now they're choosing to challenge your favor over my life. No, they're not choosing to challenge you. They're choosing to challenge your favor, God's favor on your life. They're choosing to challenge the position that you are choosing to stand upon God's word in your life. So don't take that battle personally. You go take it and give it to that who, 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 who's able to bear it. God, see, they challenging your favor. That means they're coming against your word. God, what you going to do? You know how, how they, how, like somebody try to instigate you into a fight? Man, they out there talking about you. What you going to do, my man? I wouldn't take that with you. Hey, God, hold up, God. They challenging your word. I was just, I was crazy enough to stand on. I was crazy enough to trust and believe. And I'm still crazy enough to come before you and say, Lord, what you going to do about your word? Lord, what, what, what you go, how, how you going to handle this one? I'm going to watch and see and then go back and say, okay, now what was that you were saying to me? <laughs> what, what, see, see, again, recognize you're not just speaking to the situation. You're talking to the heavenlies. You're talking to your finances. You're talking to all that's coming against you. You go talk to somebody who's able to do something about it. Hey. And when the opposition comes, you run back to him, Daddy God. 
what you gonna do about this? You knew I was I, I was defeated before I, I was overwhelmed before I couldn't do nothing about it. What? But uh, you can. That's why I came to you. So what you gonna do about it? I couldn't do nothing about it before it happened. Now it happened. What you gonna do about it? Remember, it's your word, and your word will not come back to you void. That's in your word. And you want to see somebody get up, excuse me, <laughs> hold up, wait a minute. Even if he don't have to get up, but he's going to dispatch his angels. Hey, y'all going to handle my small matter. Huh, come on now. Y'all going to handle my lightweight for me. Huh, they, they messing with my child. They messing with my daughter. Uh, she, she chose to believe in me, and now they go, y'all going to handle my lightweight. And watch them angels say, yes, Lord. Woo! Woo! And watch the enemy run. <laughs> And he gonna run and grumble. Oh, they believe in it. They believe in it. I got to go. I got to go. Oh Jesus! How you gonna go there? Go back out. Oh, I got the Iggy Woods. I got favor. I got favor. I got favor. I got favor. Woo! Oh. <laughs> How you gonna go there? Go I think I'm done by right now. You know what? I got one more thing. And on behalf of my sister, my Pearl to Cheryl, Cheryl the Pearl. Oh, God. Oh, well, Lord. That's my friend. I love my friend. We go through our ups and downs, but that's still my friend. Father God, she struggles with things just like I struggle with things, Lord. But her heart, Lord, you you love her heart, Lord. So, Father God, I'm going to ask you right now, Lord, just as a favor for me. Hey! Yes, Lord. Of who she is in you, Christ, I want you to right now supernaturally touch her body and remove all symptoms of sickness and disease, Lord. 
an expression, Lord, that you do have a plan and purpose, a great manifestation and a great work for her. I'm asking right now just to supernaturally touch her body, Lord. All aches, pains, el- mm, the head is releasing to you right now. Ooh, flowing into you right now. Ooh, jeta go zeta go sanda. Ooh, flowing into you right now. Hand it go zeta go zeta go da zeta go rapa ka. Horombran zeta go zeta go hunro ba zeta go zeta go And you reflect upon this moment when you feel challenged and that you can't do it. You reflect upon this moment. Say, well, you know what? When I chose to believe and God just supernaturally just stepped in. And remove that from me. Something I've been struggling with from days almost instantly. Bam! Mm. That's going to give you the courage to walk. The courage to take that step. The courage to press on in spite of yourself. The courage to cast down them imaginations. The courage to cast down those past hurts and feels and failures. And to walk out and step further on into what God has promised you. He's the author and finisher of your faith. He's still pinning, P-E-N-N-I-N-G, your life. Your story ain't over, girl. It ain't over. when he don't come and talk to you. <laughs> Woo! All righty now.
And I'm done.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.